what is good gamers uh welcome back to the updated podcast today's date is april 11th 2022 and uh yeah recording this a bit late should come out decently on time and it's been a pretty weird week um we got some unreal engine 5 stuff among some other things and uh yeah we'll just get right into it oh you're using adblock get out of here um first up Max Payne 1 and 2 are officially coming as remakes, of course, not um, remasters. So it's complete remakes in the, um, it's from the same original developers, of course, and it is um, going to be funded by Rockstar Games. So Rockstar has nothing to do with it. They are exclusively just funding the development via Remedy. So um, it's going to be in the same um, game engine that Remedy has been using, which, I mean, you know, Control, Quantum Break, which should still be really good for the Max Payne franchise. It's still a third-person exclusive engine with really good visuals, really good gameplay. So um, all those psychedelic and, like, drug trip scenes that are classic for Max Payne, should still be really good like that's pretty much a staple of the max Payne franchise and i still think they're gonna knock it out of the park definitely seems like it um so yeah we, we know rockstar has no hand in this they're exclusively funding it so hopefully it'll actually be good because <laughs> you know last our rocks last time rockstar developed something it was Red Dead Redemption 2, and we all know how that went for the multiplayer, at least. Um, yeah. So, let's hope this is good. Max Payne 3, I really liked. And it was the last Max Payne game made. So, um, yeah, hopefully they keep it up and make these remakes really good. Next up, we have Crystal Dynamics. The developers of the Tomb Raider series are officially working on a new Tomb Raider game, and this time they're using Unreal Engine 5. Um, this also comes after we learn that uh, The Witcher 4 is being developed in Unreal Engine 5, among other things, uh, which, by the way, I'm going to get into more later, looks phenomenal. We're going to see a little demo um, from the Coalition developers, but I'll get into that later. So, a new Tomb Raider game. We have no info other than that it's being developed and in Unreal Engine 5. And um, yeah, so it should look very good. And as long as Crystal Dynamics goes with the classic gameplay, it should play pretty good, at least. And uh, yeah, so that's definitely good news. We have a lot of, lot of things being developed and stuff. So next up, we have The Coalition which are the developers of the Gears of War franchise, they actually did a little showcase with the Unreal Engine 5 um, reveal last, like, five days ago, I think it was. And uh, I actually have a little video pulled up of kind of what they can do in Unreal Engine 5, which they seem to have it. They seem to have it down, and uh, that should mean good things for the next Gears game. So I will uh, play the video if you're on audio. Uh, on the YouTube channel, updated podcast. There'll probably be a link in the description. If you would like to see this video at whatever timestamp this is, it'll be the same timestamp in the video. So, uh, yeah, let's watch it. 
Okay, so that's it. Holy shit, that looks insane. So we already knew that Unreal Engine 5 was going to look crazy good due to the Matrix tech demo that we got a while back, I believe. Um, but these guys, wow. I have, how long have they been using this? Because that looks insane. Of course, these, uh, what we just saw, are exclusively tests, basically, tech tests that doesn't save really anything for what we're going to get in a game of course they're using high-end machines to render stuff and whatnot so granted it's not a guarantee however it definitely shows us what's possible now so we could very well see something like that uh and that would be insane you could literally see the hairs on that dude's face like <laughs> that's crazy we've I mean, Grant, we've seen that in a few games before, but, like, that's crazy. That's an insane amount of detail for game development. And, I mean, of course, things are improving every day, but this is quite a jump. Um, yeah, so they, they gained access to Unreal Engine 5 early on, and uh, apparently they already moved to development for their future titles to it. So, Gear 6 gonna be an unreal engine 5 whatever whatever gears game that may be it may not be gear 6 it may just be some weird gears game um yeah so they haven't announced a new game they just pretty much are saying hey we've decided to kind of shift our future development to unreal engine 5 whatever that means um but things like Lumen and Nanite, I believe, which are, I, I believe Lumen is a lighting tool and Nanite is related to polygons and, um, uh, like just the, the assets in general. Yeah. So, um, you can already see the impact of Nanite already in our cinematic tech test, which enables full quality movie assets to be rendered in real time. So yeah, that, that, in, that's the quality of, um, basically how the assets look with the amount of polygons that they have and how they render and then lumen is fully dynamic real-time global illumination lighting which i guess is finally here in unreal engine 5 which is as you can see it just works like that that was crazy um so they've been working on it for over a year before early access and just pretty much keeping up with it and keeping up with learning how it works how it plays out and everything like that and yeah they've done crazy stuff already we just have to wait until we see um what they actually do with it in games which could look really insane for the future of the gears franchise um that's i think it that i have for unreal engine 5 i mean i kind of want to develop a game personally i don't really have the time to at the moment but i'm kind of looking into it and I'm probably going to be using Unreal Engine, which, of course, is free to use for basically everyone until you make revenue from a game. Then if you make revenue, it's like 5% after your first million dollars made or something like that. So as long as you make a small game that doesn't make a million dollars, you pay like nothing, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, definitely really interesting, really good tech, which reminds me. I actually almost forgot about this, but um, Kingdom Hearts 4 just got announced yesterday.
yeah so um yeah so unreal engine 4 or not unreal engine 4 kingdom hearts 4 got announced yesterday and it's going to be made in unreal engine 5 this trailer looks insanely realistic um so i don't think they've started development in unreal 5 however um they plan on upgrading to unreal engine 5 before the game's release yeah so um the reveal was running in real time in unreal engine 4 um but they plan on upgrading it oh jesus they plan on upgrading it before release so i think i will go ahead and play some of this trailer i know there's a really oh that's not a trailer um let me find the actual kingdom hearts 4 trailer aha so um let me find just the start of the city part for us here okay never mind this is <laughs> talking over it kingdom hearts 4 reveal trailer this should be good Let me just get this part where he goes out into the city. stop it there just because i don't want to make this too long but um yeah so it seems to be starting probably um with sora being in sort of some sort of conundrum and um end up waking up in a city just a random ass city not a disney world as we're used to or anything random like that um just a city and uh, that's pretty interesting um I, at least it seems to start that way of course it could start differently we this is literally all we got all we got was sora waking up in the city and then fighting a giant monster which the scenes kind of look crazy he like jumps on cars i can actually play that really quick as you can see he's literally like vaulting and using the keyblade as a chain to chain onto things and running up buildings and stuff looks crazy Kingdom Hearts 3, I really liked personally. Some people did not like it so much. Um, so I guess we'll have to see where that goes. They did not give us an, a release date, I don't believe. I haven't seen a release date at all. So it'll probably be, if I had to guess, 2024. If they say anything before that, it probably has a high chance of getting delayed. Because we know, we all know Kingdom Hearts release cycles it was like 12 years between kingdom hearts 2 and 3 very likely it's going to be two years from the the announcement from release if not more actually so um oh and they also announced two mobile games including missing link and okay um they announced kingdom hearts missing link and kingdom hearts dark road i believe something like that yeah 
right? Why am I only seeing... I think it's called Dark Road. And um, so yeah, so two mobile games. Of course, just like every other Kingdom Hearts game, they are considered crucial to the Kingdom Hearts story. Um, so if you want to know all the lore and stuff like that, you will have to technically play them or I guess watch the whole storyline play out. Um, I'm assuming Missing Link is another card game. Just like we have with um, a few other games, including the word Link in the title. They um, are generally card-based games where you have powers and abilities and stuff like that linked to cards. And um, you have like a, a certain number that you can use in terms of cards to kind of beat your situation. So I'm under the assumption, I haven't seen anything on it, but I'm under the assumption that it is another card game. Which, I mean... I have very mixed feelings on. I played one of those games um, on the DS back way back in the day. It was pretty decent in the end after I actually gave it a, a full-on shot. Um, so, granted, it's a mobile game. Like I said, two mobile games along with Kingdom Hearts 4. <clears throat> Definitely some pretty big things going on for the Kingdom Hearts franchise. It is such a large franchise that's been going on for so long. And uh, it's it's a good franchise. I, I've always liked this franchise since I was a kid. Me and my cousins always played the game and uh, really liked the game. So uh, good to see it succeeding in one way or another. So yeah, next up we have Halo, Halo Infinite Season 2 is releasing May 3rd um, on all platforms. Of course, well, all platforms except PlayStation and Switch. So that means Xbox and PC, I guess. Um, so it's called Lone Wolves. It brings a new arena map, a new big team battle map, along with uh, two game modes, a free-for-all elimination mode called Last Spartan Standing, and a mode called Land Grab, which is um, similar to King of the Hill, it seems. So, um, of course, it'll have a new battle pass, and that's that's it. That's, that's all that's coming out. Of course, we already know, we talked about on the podcast uh, about a month ago, probably, that... Um, the forge mode and the co-op campaign modes both got delayed further um with i think forge coming out first probably sometime next season if i'm not mistaken and then co-op campaign taking longer due to some quote-unquote hurdles that they had so none of that's coming aka people stuff i'm most excited for so i probably still won't touch infinite really i played i play it every now and then maybe like once a month ish if that um, I haven't played it in about a month and a half, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, so nothing really too special. If you're down for more cosmetics and these new game modes, maybe they'll be your, your cup of tea. And um, you can give them a shot. So, uh, yeah. And then next, we have some Ubisoft news. First up being that Rainbow Six Siege Mobile got announced. Um, and revealed with an alpha coming um, I do not see a date when I was doing research for the podcast I could not find a date however we know that it is starting sometime this spring and if you want to be part of the closed alpha then you can um, sign up for that through the Ubisoft's website if you go to um 
if you find the page for Rainbow Six Mobile in the news tab, you can find out uh, the, the Our Closed Alpha is coming page. Uh, there is a hyperlink on the word alpha, of course, that uh, will take you to registration. I probably will not register for it. I, I don't know. It just seems weird and... Um, I, I, it's not something that I would enjoy personally. I barely enjoy the regular game. It seems like they've only announced five operators and two maps. Um, so bank and border is all that we know are coming for sure. And then Ash, Sledge, Twitch, Thermite, Hibana, Attack on Attackers, Cavera, Caviera, Bandit, Smoke, Valkyrie, and Mute on the Defender's side. I am assuming that this is not the full list. Having five on each side, so guaranteed teams on each side every round, that is not the way that they're going to do this. So they're definitely going to um, announce more operators coming. I'm assuming some of the more complicated operators, like a Rooney, and um, operators like that are not going to come. However... Um, it's possible. Anything's possible. I highly doubt all operators are going to come in all maps. Um, stuff like tower and like, um, yeah. So stuff like tower is probably not going to come to probably the worst map in the game with all the repelling. So definitely weird how the way that they're announcing it, they're announcing it with only like probably a third of the stuff that's actually going to be in the game. Not sure why they're doing it this way. Maybe they just don't know what other operators you're going to put in. Um, other than that, yeah, that's that's it for that one. And then last but not least, well, last but shittiest, I guess, is um, Ubisoft ending content development for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So I should have announced um, last week, if I'm not mistaken, that Watch Dogs Legion, or the week before that, that Watch Dogs Legion development is over. Um, and now we have news that uh, development of Ghost Recon Breakpoint is now over. So about I think it was a, a few months ago where they got their last update. Not sure why they took this long to announce it, but um, of course they're going to be doing server maintenance and co-op and online and stuff. That'll all work just fine. And um, they're just not getting any new content updates. Their last update was a game mode, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, um, the motherland mode, yeah, operation motherland mode, which, uh, yeah, I, I have no clue what that is. I have tried breakpoint a little bit. I kind of want to play it more honestly, cause it was kind of decent. There is a looter shooter element to it. Unless you do a certain difficulty type, I think it's like immersed mode or whatever. It removes the, the loot rarity and stuff like that. It just gives everything base stats. Which, I mean, is pretty decent for the way most Ghost Recon players want to play the game. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then on top of this, actually, really shitty thing by Ubisoft is that they doubled down on their NFT stance. Um, I should have pulled up an article, but... Sorry, um, I can't do two things at once apparently right now. So, they're no longer making updates 
or NFTs for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. However, um, they still said basically that it was the best thing. Well, not necessarily the best thing, but um, they're they're basically going to be continuing to include NFTs in their future titles. For why? For why? No one wants it, and they they barely sold any of them, according to this article on uh, December nineteenth of last year. They sold fifteen, so at, at that point, which is an insanely low amount. Um. So, um, they said that they the NFTs are history now. You own a piece of the game, and you left a mark in its history. And then they said that they are going to be making NFTs for other games in the future. For what? Literally, no one likes... No one likes NFTs. Well, people do, but it's still the stupidest thing ever. No. Why the fuck? Dumb stance, L-take, whatever. I guess we'll have to live with it. I, I genuinely don't know why they're going this route. Of course, it brings them money pretty much consistently, considering most NFTs continuously give artists like money to the artists and creators. It's still the dumbest thing ever. I, I genuinely do not agree with that. Most of the time, I'm on pretty decent terms with Ubisoft. Most of the time, I just genuinely like most of the games that they put out. However, they're generally not the best. Um, and I, I like to acknowledge that, and this is a really stupid take. Like, why double down on it? People have been saying for months that it was the stupidest decision ever, and, uh, yeah. So, I don't know what to tell you. That's just Ubisoft, I guess. And, uh, oh yeah, that's right. We have LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga that released, um, just the other day. And a lot of people like it. However, on Steam, the PC port has gotten a lot of criticism due to um, bugs, glitches, frame rate issues. Um, and then also, why does it not have online co-op? It's 2022. Online co-op. Hello? You can, of course, do Steam remote play anywhere um, or remote play together or whatever to do co-op but some people have been even saying that that doesn't function properly and the pressing f2 to um add a new character to allow a new person to control that doesn't even work so like why why is there no online co-op in a lego game in 2022 that is the dumbest thing ever not only should there be online co-op but it should, it should also be cross-play like that's the kind of standard we should be setting Games for everyone that everyone can do whatever they want with the game. If you want to play on some with someone on a switch, play with someone on a switch. That should be a thing in every single game. Hell, they even updated the um, Halo Master Chief Collection. Now, two more of their games from like 2005 are crossplay co-op. That should be standard. I think it was Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST that got updated with crossplay co-op campaign. That's great. That's a great update. That should be standard. We're talking about a game that's that's from 2000 and 
what three that got this feature granted it's not the original game it's a remaster or whatever in the bundle of games but still it should be standard for games nowadays why is it not i genuinely don't understand among that um last week mlb the show 22 released i have not seen any reviews on it honestly um i know it released day one on game pass um it's probably not the it's, it's a baseball game of course so i mean i mean if you're into baseball you'll probably like it let's be real here it looks nice at least um the fans don't look like cardboard cutouts and stuff like that so um yeah that's all i got for this week um thank you for tuning in if you did not watch the video which i now am just screen recording basically and going over my articles that way you can see the sources that i use the any videos i may watch like i did earlier among other things um yeah, check it out on YouTube at Updated Podcast. The link will probably be in the description on whatever site you're listening to it on, to the podcast on. Um, if you're on YouTube and you just want to listen, then you're more than welcome to. I will include the Spotify link in the YouTube video description. And um, thank you so much for listening, and hopefully I will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Stay frosty.